Hello and namaste guys. I am Dr. Anushruti and I am back with an amazing episode. Well, I know even after this episode, you will be having a lot of doubts regarding your health. And you guys have gone through a lot of episodes on my podcast and you still have some questions about your health. So why not to have another pioneer from the health fraternity to discuss this? Well, today on board, I have Dr. Dave Gray, who is a chiropractor and is here to discuss everything that revolves around health and fitness. Well, I think we should not waste time and directly speak to him. Hello, Dr. Dave. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on. This is my first ever podcast I get to be on. So I'm excited to, to chat all about health and give people a little bit different perspective. So. Thank you so much. I, I hope that this beginning of your podcast series is going to be a big plus because you are on the Dr. Anishruti show. Well, <laughs> the first question on your way, Dr. Dave, what do you think is one of the biggest mistakes people make about <laughs> or regarding their health? Oh, this is a really good question because I think that so many people forget how strong the body actually is. So I have so many patients that come in that always say like, oh, doc, I have chronic fatigue or I have this condition or I have that condition. It's always about what can I take? What What is this thing that will give me relief? But it's asking, it's asking the wrong questions. And I think one of the misconceptions with health is that we need to ask better questions to give us a better answer, better response. And the prime example you can give is if you have a plant or a flower garden and everything's just dying or wilted over, they probably need what? Sunlight, some water, maybe some nutrients, fertilizer, but you don't say a medication, an herb, a surgery or anything like that. And that's, but that's how we treat our own bodies. If we're wilted over, tired or fatigued, why don't we give ourselves the proper sleep, the proper nutrients, the proper diet, those sort of things. So I think from what's a misconception or something that we need to work on is just asking better questions for our health and give our body what it needs to thrive and be well. Absolutely. Well, you know, fatigue. Now we have a lot of lazy lads over here who I feel are probably lying on their bed without any proper <laughs> posture or are eating food while listening or watching this episode from various parts of the world. I really mm -hmm. want to know what exactly is fatigue. And yes, on the other hand, what are your views for the lazy lads are i mean is being lazy connected somehow to the health and fitness or it is just a part of their personality yeah so it's tough because you always want to set up your body for proper function overall and if if one one gear goes and the the rest kind of follows and with fatigue in particular i always come back to what inflammation what inflammatory process is present because if you have for a lot of the guys, it's a lot of like men out there with lower testosterone or for, for ladies, it's the, the cycle is, is off, if you will. And for fatigue, it's always come back to what is that inflammatory trigger? And that can be from poor diet, lifestyle, poor sleep, those big rocks that we already, already mentioned. And when it comes to the kind of laziness or the, the, fatigue overall. I mean, one of the biggest things I always say is you never heard of a, a healthy couch potato. So just giving yourself a proper movement throughout the day and proper diet. And I always say too, that any sort of dietary change in the right direction, because there's so many diets and things out there right now, if you put forth effort, that's going to get you so much further. 
And for fatigue, there are big triggers that can cause fatigue in many people's bodies. But if you have the big rocks in play, full night's sleep, proper diet, uh, movement throughout the day, you will see those improve. And from there, that's where in my world, it's testing the body to see what inflammatory triggers may be keeping you from pushing that envelope even further, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, moving on, Dr. Dave, I have a fine petal question for you. Well, this episode is sponsored by fine petal. So the fine petal question for you is how much do you feel, you know, our relationships affect our health relationships as in the behavior or nature or, you know, actions of our spouse, of our parents, of our children, of our friends, how much do you feel it affects both our mental and physical health? Absolutely. I love this question. And I want to pose this from the perspective of a story of a patient that I had to come in. And this patient in particular came in and she had symptoms of thyroid issues, hypothyroid in particular. And when she came in, there was, you know, there was skin issues, there was uh, weight issues, as well as just uh, flaky hair and things like that. And she just came in saying, doc, I just, I, it's not working. I'm not doing well right now. And we did, you know, made sure diet was under control. We made sure that she was getting adjusted. We made sure that she got those triggers better, but she just wasn't getting the needle moving in the right direction. And, you know, we come back and we ran some more, uh, some more specific uh, testing on her to test her stress response. And it was very high. And I, we had that conversation about, you know, let's talk about just stress levels, what's going on on a daily basis. And one of the first questions I always ask a new patient now is how are your stress levels? Because for her, her relationship with her significant other was kind of going downhill very quickly. And that was actually keeping her sick because you're, for her, your hormones, especially your sex hormones, your progesterone in particular, is directly connected to your stress hormones, your things like your cortisol. And if you have that chronic elevation in stress, many times we do see uh, women in particular that do suffer from it. And it can have an effect on men 100%, but just with the way that hormones fluctuate, that patient in particular was definitely suffering, but any woman or man in particular can definitely suffer from, uh, from stress but relationships in particular, which can be good. Any sort of relationship can be good. Social media can be good. Um, just different stressors in our life can be good, but they can also turn and have a major impact on our health. So this is your sign, everyone who's listening and watching this episode, to be nice to your spouse, to your partner, to your child, to your parents, because they are somehow getting affected by you. And obviously people who we love, who they love us so you know we do not want to be harsh on them so take care of them well moving on dr dave i am taking you to one of the segments of my show where we just burst the myths or tell the facts about social media doctors and posts well you mm -hmm. would have come across a lot of posts on instagram where they are <laughs> stating a lot of facts about health well mm -hmm. since i have you a professional with us why would I miss this chance to actually let me know? <laughs> is it a myth or a fact? So I have a bunch of posts ready for you and I'll be stating what the post says and you need to tell us if it is a fact or a myth and why so. So the first okay. post says, if you wake up with swollen face and swollen hands, 
it is a sign that you have thyroid. Potentially. It's that's can be a thyroid issue, absolutely. But a lot of times we say that thyroid issues are a secondary issue. So I'm gonna say at its core, it's a myth. And always come back to how is what is your immune response doing? What is your nervous system response doing? And then from the thyroid, it can be a thyroid issue, but a lot of times it's stemming from another issue. So okay. So the next post says, yeah, we have this post which states PCOD and PCOS can never be reversed. Also, people do not actually gain weight because of this, but girls have to eat a lot more to lose weight. Okay, so it, the question is actually PCOS and PCOD cannot be reversed. Just let the other part be. So is... What was the first part of that question? Is PCOS can be cured? PC, PCOS or PCOD cannot be reversed. It cannot get cured. So yes, they can get better. So that is a myth. So a lot of times that was in regards to even the weight question, I'll try to tie all this together. There's different types of PCOS, but the most prominent one is uh, associated with insulin resistance and with weight loss. A lot of people will go down that same route of, you know, eat less, move more, and your PCOS will get better. And there, that can, that's good, but it's very too broad for some, some people because not everyone has insulin resistance based PCOS. So when I come back to this, this standpoint, I would always want to see what is a Dutch test looked like to see how your hormones are converting specifically, but then also see how your sugar levels are. But yes, maybe we've worked with many PCOS patients where they've lost weight, their symptoms have gotten better. And, uh, and yeah, it's not a end all diagnosis. So Okay, moving on, we have another post that says, okay, now this post is so common and it is like very common. I, I believe I've asked this question with a lot of doctors. So this post mm -hmm. says, eating chocolates while being on your periods is harmful for your uterus. Uh, no, it's a myth, but you need to make sure you get good chocolate if you're going to do it. So things like raw cacao is going to be the best. And the reason being is it does stimulate your uh, oxytocin, serotonin. It's a good source of magnesium. But if you get the, the milk chocolates, those are not something that I would recommend. Okay. So the la so here I would just remind all the girls out there to enjoy your chocolate, but make sure the chocolate is a nice one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Moving on, we have another post that stays warm water drinking is considered beneficial than that of normal temperature or cold water because warm water makes your body lose weight fast without exercise and also makes your skin glow. So warm water is better is what they're saying? Yeah, than so, normal temperature or cold water to drink. So the, one, the only thing I would say to that is uh, room temperature water is probably the best because cold can be can have an effect on things like stomach acid as well. But in general, I wouldn't say warm is necessarily more significantly better than the other. But if you get super cold, that can uh, have an effect on things like stomach acidity. But I would stick with more room temperature water. Uh, well, bingo, all the myths and facts are cleared <laughs> over here. And we are moving to the next part of the show. Dr. Awesome. Dave, you know, I have come across through your profile and I have seen you just talk a lot about thyroid. 
and I have seen you explain it very well to the listeners. So everyone who's listening and watching me, I believe some, someone from their family, from their known one is suffering from thyroid or they fear of thyroid. So please explain a little about thyroid. Yeah. So the thyroid is probably one of the most underdiagnosed or underlabbed organs in the body. There's so many times where I have a patient that will bring me in saying like, hey, I, I have had very little hope with my thyroid, but here's my labs. Can you go look through them? I mean, can we, we talk? And I'll look at them and be like, okay, great. There's there's TSH, your thyroid simulated hormone. And I'm like, where's the rest of your labs? And they're like, what do you mean? It's right there. I'm like, no, that's TSH isn't even a thyroid hormone. And they all look at me puzzled, like, what? And so, and I say, well, the TSH is actually a brain hormone that simulates, stimulates to your thyroid to produce your thyroid hormones. T4, T3, there's even a T2, T1, other hormones that are associated with the thyroid. And it's just underlabbed. And so when I talk to patients, it's, again, starting at the beginning of the show, we talked about thinking differently and asking better questions is if you want to be able to take back control of your thyroid health, you have to ask questions of why is this thing acting the way that it is in the first place? And that starts with getting proper lab testing done. And from there, um, there's different questions you need to ask associated with that. Are you producing enough thyroid hormone? Is there any interference with the thyroid hormone? Is there any autoimmune process going on? Is there a conversion issue? Meaning that there's actually your liver health can have a direct impact on your thyroid. Your GI can have an effect on it. Your kidneys can have an effect on it. So making sure your body as a systemic overview of your thyroid is functioning properly is going to be the only way you can get a full picture of your, your thyroid health. And from there, it's hard to say specific recommendations without seeing a lab. But the big thing is, is again, that thought process to think a little bit differently about your thyroid. Beautifully explained. I believe a lot of questions regarding thyroid are cleared with this sneak peek mm -hmm. into thyroid. Well, moving <laughs> on, uh, Dr. Dave, what do you feel, you know, personally are some of the biggest challenges today's healthcare system is facing or what is it lacking that you wish it wasn't there or, you know, you would like to improve in today's healthcare system? Oh, gosh. So many things, probably. Uh, I think that some of the the biggest things it's it's not one thing, I guess. It's just all encompassing that our there's there's so many different initiatives out there that you know for heart disease and cancer and diabetes and all these things, but the trends still keep going up and up and up. And also all the immune system stress and all the mental stress that we're facing. And if we look at even with COVID and everything that's happened, we, we've shown that we as a society are not as healthy as what we appear to, to be. And, you know, we're living longer, but what is our quality of life like? And um, I think we need to take a step back and really think about what initiatives we're putting forward. And we have, because we have so many, I've taken this question kind of everywhere. But I think the initiatives need to be, how are we making society better from the standpoint of healthy living, as opposed to just finding a cure in a bottle, if you will. And that can be with hormonal regulations, as we talked about before, because so many women's hormones are suffering because of it. It could also be from men's health, because we see testosterone levels just generally declining over the course of their lifespan. And we're not setting them up for success with the amount of 
processed foods and the amount of sugary foods and drinks that are out there and just the lack of men that we're seeing out there. And, you know, we could take this anywhere, but from to answer your question specifically, I think we just need to put more emphasis on living that healthy lifestyle and everything will get better. But that's also from mental stress. That's from physical health. That's from moving your body. That's from the food that we eat, the sleep that we get and all these big rocks that we need to keep in place. Quality of life is one of the, you know, most certain points that today's healthcare professionals, I would say, are lacking and everything, the longevity and the system is actually, you know, far behind than the expected uh, thing or revolutionary revolutionary things that would, would that uh, I would say uh, would be there till now. But uh, unfortunately, we do lack things. Well, last but yeah. not the least, Dr. Dave, I really want to know um, what do you think, you know, are some of your biggest Dr. Grace tips for people, for the listeners to increase the quality of life, to have a good quality mm -hmm. of life? Yeah, good question. Yeah, I think that if I could give you guys a few tips, and if you do these, this will change your life, just making sure you have these big rocks in place. First one will be sleep. Sleep is probably one of your most powerful weapons. If you don't sleep, you don't heal. And for women, they actually need just a little bit more sleep than men, mostly because of what's called hormonal reserves, which means building up your hormones. And I would say for women, trying to get eight to eight to nine, if not 10 hours of sleep for men, seven to eight hours of sleep at night and try to keep that as a set bedtime, set wake up time is going to only help you. I would say make sure you have some form of dietary adherence with any guidelines. So again, we talked about at the beginning, there's so many diet recommendations out there, but if you can make, you know, healthy meats, fruits and vegetables, healthy fats as the staple of your diet, you're going to be better off. Um, let's see, move your body, move your body in any capacity. There are, you know, you don't want to go too far in one end of the spectrum, but you also don't want to be that unhealthy couch potato we talked about, but you want to just move your body. Um, let's see. And then good relationships. That's always a good thing. Cause as we had already talked about, your mental health has such an impact on your overall physical health. So make sure you have good people around you to have uh, good thriving relationships. Thank you so much. This is great. Well, with this, we have come to an end of this episode. And I know that everyone who's listening and watching this episode from various parts of the world on various platforms would have got a lot of information about health. I would like to thank you, Dr. David, for joining in and taking your time from your schedule to speak to us, to my audience and to me. I hope you had a great time as much as we had listening to you. And I really look forward to have you on board again very soon. Yes, I appreciate having me on and thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you so much. This is your reminder to straighten your back, have a glass of water and a pro tip. Take care of your loved ones. Do not let them get affected by your consequences or your actions because there are a lot of other things which are affecting them. So keep a check on them and see the red flags in your health. We'll see you in the next episode. Till then, goodbye. Take care.